best podcast in Long Beach, California. This is Tacos and Workouts. What it is, what it is. Podcast. Yo, what it is, what it is with the best podcast in Long Beach, California. We're at it again and we have Danny Nixon. What's going That's on, guys? Right. Tell them who you is. Tell them who you is. Yeah, I'm Dan Nixon. I'm a local comedian here in Orange County, uh, trying to do the stand-up game and uh, loving every minute of it. You know, just get it up there and make people laugh. That's all you can do. Yeah, I I met uh, Danny about a month and a half ago. Yeah, maybe two a couple months, months ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, at, a, at an open mic or a, kind of like a mini showcase kind of thing. And yeah, you came through and we we hit it off and. Uh, and here we are talking. Yeah, talking. Our, our good friend uh, John. Uh, I always mess up his last John name. Lin- Lindner. 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 John <laughs> Lindner. John who smells funny. Yeah, that's right. Big shout out to John out there doing his thing, man. Um, for sure, and, for sure. and I walked up to this guy and I told him, "Are you Michael Rosenthal, a bomb?" Because <laughs> all us, we all all Jews look alike. Apparently, that's. I get it. I get it. You know. I thought he he was the guy from Smallville. Um, he he's since let his beard grow. I have, <laughs> I have, yeah, yeah. Smallville was a good run, but uh, moving on to bigger things like open mics and and bars and grills. <laughs> you know, we're we're doing it. We're that, living the dream. That's where we spend our time chasing that laughter, right? It, dude, it's addicting, dude. It really it is. is right? It is. It's yeah. I. It's it, it. You people don't understand. It's like why would you get up there and subject yourself? to that kind of humiliation and it's it is when when they don't laugh it's it's pretty awful but when they're laughing man it's like i've never done crack i've never done heroin but i can just i would just be standing there like fucking like it's just addicting dude it's that, that's what i tell people to me comedy is like crack totally oh 100 you get that pop and you get that like feeling euphoria you get that hit and then you're like i want it again and you keep on chasing it and chasing totally it. and it's never enough it's never and it's all for me also it's about personal growth it's like trying to be funnier than i was the night before you know and it's just it's just fun man it's just it it is fun and that's why people don't want to give up the mic man yeah <laughs> you're running the light yeah but uh yeah i it's also like I, I think i would go crazy if i couldn't express some of i think a, a lot of you know a lot of comedians are frustrated they're depressed just, just it seems to be a general consensus among comics but we see the world in a different way we have to express it otherwise i think we would go crazy you know uh so that's it that's really kind of how it started for me it's just i can't hold it all in i can't hold it all in anymore i gotta let it out it's therapy sometimes you know? i get i get a little uh concerned about the sad clown paradox have you heard about this no no tell me well you know what it's like a common thing that a lot of comedians are like sad depressed have drinking problems or suicidal stuff like that um i think like chris farley is an example yep. uh the guy that came out on animal house i forget yeah, john name. belushi john belushi right yep. there's a lot of like com- comedians that that mitch uh, hedberg have, mitch, oh, mitch hedberg like, right he overdosed i don't know if he killed himself okay. or not but yeah uh, I mean, you know issues. uh famous uh, robin williams right robin he williams. had some issues right yep, yep. so it, it, it's it's uh being a comedian it's not easy and i'm always like uh you know amazed that you have this one person who's willing to travel far distances just to try to make you laugh to try to make you laugh and yeah it's like a it's just it's so funny because everyone's thinking the same thing but it's how you how you say it like just one simple quip can can just put everything into perspective that you never really i never thought of it that way and that is funny you know and um that's why i said it's kind of like therapy in a way like it helps people also recognize some of like absurdities in life and and also just to dude life's tragic man life's life's hard 
and then you die. <laughs> so if you hold it all in, if you can't laugh, I, you have to laugh in the face of tragedy because otherwise there's no hope left. You know, it's like, what's the point if you can't enjoy it? You know, so. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring the party no, down. No, no, not at all, not at all. We're just having a conversation, and you know, about comedy, about life, and all that. And and I think you're right. The whole point of this whole uh, thing, right? Why, why we're here is to live a happy, joyful, comedic uh, life and stuff like that. But you mentioned you were Jewish. I'm or Jewish. You are Jew- Jewish. Uh, Jewish is the joke. <laughs> yeah, I was I was born and raised Jewish. I went to like uh, a private Jewish school f- until middle school, and then I was cast out into the world of public school. In a predominantly black neighborhood, uh, so it was quite the experience to go from, from yeah, I was just a scared Jewish little white kid growing up in Houston, Texas. Um, puts hair on your chest. You got to learn quick how to how to kind of dodge those uh, those jeers from your peers. We're rhyming today. You didn't know I was a poet, I, also. But yes, I'm Jewish, uh, but I, I, I and my wife's Catholic, so uh, it didn't it didn't stick. It didn't <laughs> stick much to my mother's chagrin. But, uh, yeah, it's so uh, I know there's like, um, I guess uh, I, I learned this through Seinfeld. Right. I think uh, he said that uh, Jewish people are known to be funny or something to that, that effect. Yeah. I mean, how are we going to get we can get into, consp- you know, I'm going to get canceled in a minute. <laughs> well, we could talk about whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I don't know. There's a, yeah. I, don't, uh, in, I think throughout history, Judaism, there's always a, an emphasis on education and knowledge and learning. Um, so there's i think there's maybe some i don't know i don't know what it is also that just i mean every group has the, every minority has their own hardships that they've had to deal with and like the jews are, are no exception so i don't know it's like kind of like that thing that we were talking about earlier, like laughing in the face of tragedy you know like i don't know what it is i don't know what it is maybe and i i don't know is it is it a is it a race is it a culture is it a religion is it all three like nobody knows i don't know but I know they asked when I had a kid. They were like, "Are you are you an Ashkenazi Jew?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, <sighs> "I was like, what the fuck are you writing, What's dude? That? Like, What's that? Yeah, apparently. So apparently, so so there's different types of Jews. Uh, so there's Ashkenazi, which is like Eastern European, which is like the classic Jew, like the greedy, money hungry Jew, you know, like. Uh, and then there's like Sephardic, which I think is like more like from like Persia, like the uh, Middle Eastern kind of uh, uh, Jew. And then there's a couple others. There's a Kohan, Kohen, which is like the high priests. Uh, and then there's, I, can't, I think there's maybe a fourth. I'm ter- I, Sephardic, Sephardic, I think. And that may be Western European. I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe African. I'm not sure, to be honest, because I don't know everything. I don't know everything. Okay. But... Uh, but yeah, I guess the Ashkenazis have 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 throughout history they were known for some inbreeding. Sorry. Okay. So they have a higher rate of SIDS apparently. Apparently. So I found all this out when they were taking their notes. I'm like, "Can you can you explain what should I be worried?" Um So yeah, I don't know. Maybe there there's something Maybe you just need more inbreeding and get more more comedians. This is Yeah, cuz there's, so, there's there's step like up a, your game, people. <laughs> I was um thinking about I don't try to offend people when 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 I do uh, stand up or whatnot, right? Right. But I was thinking of a joke, and I I might have li- heard it or something like that. But um, and then I saw someone perform it. I'm like, huh, 
I can't use that anymore. But they were talking about because um, uh, some Jewish people don't eat pork, right? Yep, yep. Do not. I do. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's not kosher. Okay. It's, yeah. So uh, it's an unclean animal. Is the reason? Oh, yeah. for sure it is. Yeah. I've seen them. And I'm like, uh, you yeah. know what? For a long period of time, you know, I I wouldn't eat pork either. Yeah. And people were like, well, why don't you? And I'm like, because no, it rolls around in its own shit. Yeah. Dude, right? Recently, I yeah. have. You know. Um, but there was a joke. That I was thinking of Or subconsciously I had heard it before Recently I started Thinking about it again And I said I'm gonna do it But then I heard Somebody say it And I go No I can't do it anymore But the joke is this It's uh, it's like Are you Jewish And he goes Yeah And then he goes um, um, they, they went out To go eat tacos Or something right And uh, He goes uh, I thought Jewish people Couldn't eat pork He goes yeah, I can't, but for a dollar, I'm like, I'll eat a minute. I'm like, oh, then, then he must be a real Jew, right? Deal, deals come first. Yeah, exactly. So you he gotta, really is Jewish, Yeah, right? I mean, the, the kashrut laws go right out the window if it's if it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. It's actually, I think that's it written in the stipulations in Leviticus, uh, which is where all the Jewish laws come from. But, yeah, uh, I didn't really grow up. I, I was like the, the – my family was more like the – rebellious Jews you know we didn't keep kosher we didn't you know all that stuff but you know my mom wanted me to have a solid Jewish education but uh, like I said I married a Catholic so it it didn't it didn't wasn't all a good investment I guess on her end but <laughs> but let's talk about the comedy yeah. how do you how do you how do you get involved in the comedy um, you know I, I I've always had a performance background I, I love to perform as, as a young age I studied theater uh, in high school uh, I'm not gay promise i'm married <laughs> i'm married uh, uh but uh, and in high school i started working at a comedy club in houston i'm originally from houston and i worked at a comedy club called the laugh stop which isn't there anymore it closed down a while ago but i was a doorman and i would start doing the open mics and i got to see all the amazing comedians come through like dave Chappelle, mitch hedberg uh, uh jim brewer jeff dunham pablo francisco i mean everybody everybody who was anybody in uh the 1998 to 2000 like was coming through it was awesome so i learned a lot and i just wanted to be up there i grew up watching monty python and center and live and uh, mr bean you know some some british humor my, my, my parents are from south africa originally so they kind of have that british humor a little bit going on so i was introduced to some of that mel brooks you know all that stuff was just i idolized it man i wanted to be on saturday night live and then and then I got, and then I, I, when I came out, I came out here for college uh, to study film, and I got into music, and I did music for a long time, and I abandoned comedy, and only till recently, you know, and then I had kids, a career, and you know all this stuff, and I'm finally in a place where my boys are a little older, and I can, and I had an opportunity to start doing stand up again, and I, and I, and I, and I took it, so here, here we are. It's never too late to to start doing comedy. It's not, yeah. Apparently, like Rodney Dangerfield started when he was like fifty-one or something like that. I I don't know if that's I true. I think it was four in his forties. Forties, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's not too late, and that's what I love about comedy too. Like you can see, like you walk in and there's like some random dude sitting there. You're like, who the like? You almost like you feel bad, but you, there's like an immediate. Uh, judgment of appearance you're like and then he goes up and he just murders the room fucking kills it yeah. just kills it and you're like okay like it's anybody's game like you don't have to doesn't matter who you are where you come from like if if you can make people laugh man that's all that matters and that's people want it people are looking for that connection you know like there's something yeah there's something special about it you know yeah you know you know what i i uh i wanted to be a comedian for such a long time but i didn't have the bought to do it at the time or whatever and something just clicked right 
and then I, I'm I like I'm always like in a race in time, right? I'm running out of time. I, I gotta catch up. I'm ten years. I'm twenty years behind all these guys, right? Yeah. So I'm like just sprinting, and people see me doing my thing, and then I remember that that Dangerfield started when he was forty, right? So I'm all like, you have all the time in the world. Just be healthy, concentrate on doing that, and you'll eventually get there. But I walked into rooms, like you just mentioned. I see an old man in the room, and I'm like, man, what this guy? And he fucking kills it. And I'm mean, like, man. It's like there's there's levels in comedies, right? For sure. And I'm like, and I I everybody measures themselves up on comedy. Let's just be honest. It's just a stupid thing that everybody does, right? Yeah, yeah. The bad thing that comes from it is some people get bitter and they say, oh fuck that guy or whatever. There's no reason for that. Yeah. So when I see somebody, it's something like, to aspire to. Yeah, exactly. When I see somebody that's just way a lot better than I am, I look at him. I go, wow. And I'm all good for him. Good, right? Exactly. Yeah. He's he's putting the work and, he, and he's doing something right. You know. And it's like. You got to learn from it. You know, you can't you, you just learn as much as you can. And and you're right. I mean, we all kind of compare ourselves to some degree to other comedians. and well, But for me, I my main goal, I try to be mindful is I'm just trying to compare myself to me, how, my last set, you know, or how I did where I was last last month or, you know, or, all, you know, all the new jokes that I've written. Uh, and that's the only, and, and then you just, you just keep doing it. It's just, it's, and it's a hustle. I mean, it is like everyone, this is that classic saying, it takes seven years to become an overnight success or, or something like that, it, you know, give or take <laughs> a couple of years, but it's true. You just got to put in the work and you got to keep doing it. And then things happen because, and a lot of times, you know, I think some guys like they'll, they'll get there and then they just get frustrated and they stop, but they were like right there, you know, like just, they were at the door, they but. were at the door, man. And you just can't stop. You just can't stop. And I say that's only a few months back in the game like like who the fuck are you but it's true like I, I don't think i'll ever stop now i my wife i don't know if my wife is happy to hear that but i, I love it dude it's well your, your comedy stylings <laughs> we have different different styles up my mine is a little bit more crass more um you know out there and some of the stuff i talked to and then you went up there and yours was like semi-clean if not it was pretty clean uh more or know, less yeah it depends i you know i started off kind of being a little i wouldn't say raunchy i don't i don't i don't try to go the raunchy route for sure but i think i try to push the limit of there's a there's a cancel culture out there you know people are afraid to say things and and I'm sometimes afraid to say things, but for the most part, I think my goal is to just speak the truth. And if it's funny, it's funny. And if people get upset, you know, sorry. I don't, I don't know. Like comedy, that's what comedy exists for is to speak the truth. And so that's kind of where, like I said, I have to express a lot of it kind of comes just from the state of the world, you know, like uh, just how, how insane things are and how stupid some things are. And you just got to, I just have to call it out. So I like the way you do it. It's it's like kind of build up to it. You build up to it. You put it in their face, and then you kind of take like a sidestep, and then it's like I didn't see that coming, right? <laughs> As opposed to how I do it, I'm like dick in your face, and then it's like <laughs> some people just like it like straight up, but your approach also works. And I'm like, so I, when I when I saw you, I was like, huh? So you you don't have to be so so in your face to be funny, right? It's like you could just build it up and I was like, I like this guy. Oh, thanks man. I appreciate that. You know, I'm, it's I'm still new. I'm still new to the game, man. So I'm learning I'm learning a lot trying to trim the fat. Just get to the get to the punchline as quickly as you can. And then the the best part is like what I have fun with is the I love the process cuz you have a funny joke. Everyone's got funny jokes and you try to explain it and it's just not funny. You know, so it's like how do I how do I say it in a funny way? And usually the first moment of that 
that punchline is is correct and then you got to just work backwards and it's like how quickly can i get there and then the best part is once you make the first punchline it's like that's been punching it up and all the tags you can throw it afterwards and then it's it's just fun it's just it's just there's no end there's no end until nine, you know, until the show actually does end, you have to go home. Until you get the light and get off. Yeah, get off the stage. <laughs> um, You're you bombing. Know, get, the, get and sometimes the the joke writes itself, right? Dude, yeah, man. Like a lot of a lot of my jokes have actually just come from real life situations like you don't like sit around like what would be funny like something happens and it's funny and then you're like oh shit that was funny i have to tell people about it you know it's like dude you the funniest thing happened to me today like i have this joke uh, the, the joke wrote itself here's the joke so i was i was i was i was angry i was driving and i got to a stoplight and there was a car in front of me and there was a bumper sticker on the window and it said i hope everything goes good for you today and my initial reaction was just like oh man if i would just lay down my horn be fucking hysterical like that was my like to just blast the guy i didn't obviously but that was the joke and so it's you know and the the you, you think you're, you're gonna be like i should be positive i should take his message and you know and turn my life around and instead it was like fucking go you know like it, i didn't learn my lesson you know so, it, so and that joke wrote itself and it's it's one of my my new favorites so no i love that joke when i when i saw you doing it and i was like who hasn't thought the exact same thing right totally and and you know and, and you could like it, there's many different possibilities for and then and then he has that and the irony is he has that bumper sticker but he's fucking looking at his phone yeah yeah, yeah. and you know and, and he's totally. and then you honk at him you know and he then, honked the guy just in front of him too like <laughs> you know like yeah, that's the thing too. Like, because I, I, it kind of started. I haven't done this bit or not, but I had a joke about the coexist bumper stickers. You know, the people. What's that? Coexist. So, like, there's a, these bumper stickers, and it literally spells out coexist, but it's with all like religious symbols. So there's like this is the moon from Islam for the C, and then like the the Star of David is like the X, and like the T in, in Christianity is the T for coexist, and and it's like you know we should all love one another, which is I'm down with the message. Of course, we should. Like, I, I don't hate against anybody. But I find that those people to be absolutely just the biggest pieces of shit you've ever met in your life. They're like, you know, peace and love, peace and love. And then like, like, ugh, fucking white people. You're like, how does this, how do you, do you, like that disconnect. Like, like I, it just, it, it blows my mind and it's so prevalent, you know, and. I haven't done that joke yet, but and that's kind of where I took it with the honking thing, you know. It's like you're like, what did I do? What did I do? Like, you know, like practice what you preach, bro. Because it's like it's your fault. You're white. Yeah, it's like coexist, but fuck white people. You're like, no, no, you, you're so close. You're so close. Oh man, it's weird to me. I don't know. I used to have a Christian uh, girlfriend. Who was like super spiritual, right? And uh, she was a trip because uh, she would always be mad about everything. And then uh, one time, uh, she was like, "I'm gonna pray," and I'm like, "Okay." And then she was praying for I don't know twenty minutes or something, and I'm like, "Damn, she's really going at it." She's on her Bible and whatnot, right? And then afterwards, uh, I go, "So what do you want to eat?" I'm like, "Whoa, you just finished praying, bro." <laughs> I'm like, did Jesus rat me out? Did he tell you what I do when you're not around? He's like, he's like, <laughs> check out his text threads. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm surprised she wasn't like, you know, praying for somebody. Dear Jesus, please make sure that Jason comes down with a terrible affliction and dies within six days. You know, like, I don't know why she has a southern accent, but, but yeah, like people like 
pray for harm on other people like that'd be that'd be the epitome of of that hyper what's the word hip hip hypocrisy <laughs> hypocrisy so so what i did she you know she's like well you maybe you should try praying more often i'm like i'm gonna pray right now as a matter of fact you're jesus help me out with this guy with this chick over here she's she's bonkers right she's losing her marbles whatever happened oh man that pissed her off you start praying for your life at that point dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know that relationship didn't work out <laughs> that's surprising i'm 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 surprised to hear that yeah it's like people just like there's a lot of uh people are just so self unaware it's amazing you know and we're all i mean we've all been there we've all we've all been in you know when you try to turn left and then you're stuck in the in the in the in the lane and everyone's like honking at you because you can't turn you're like well it's the guy in front of me you know and like you fucking go but then you're in there and you're like i'm so sorry i am so sorry and like we all we all go through the same shit but but at the same time there is a lot of stupidity out there and and I'm I'm constantly like, one hundred. I'm like, so amazed that everything works, <laughs> but then I'm also amazed that not that everything hasn't like completely just fallen apart. You know what I mean? It's like I'm so humanity is so incredible of the things we've done, but also you're just like how the, how are we still going? Like how you look around and you're just like what is going on? You know? I don't know. It's funny you should say that because I was just driving uh, down here and. And I, I was thinking to myself, like, you know, uh, I guess, like, just looking at what people do, you know, not, not too long ago, people were concerned. Oh, man, everybody's dirty. We're going to die. We're going to catch the virus and whatnot. And I started to think to myself, it's like, we're so fragile, you know, to some degree, but we're not. And I'm just, like, thinking, like, man, how, how are we still all here, right? How are we still here? How are we not, you know blowing ourselves up at this point or how like the bridges are st- well in fairness some of the bridges are collapse starting to collapse but like you would think like like tomorrow like they're all just going to collapse because like i don't know let, let me, you know what let's, let's, i'm going to be more positive because humanity is great we got to laugh at it but uh do, do you drink not that much no 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 i mean i'll have a beer on occasion or i'll maybe before i go up i'll have a beer but i'm not a big drinker no 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 sir oh because uh you know sometimes it's like man just people just need to have a beer and relax man just take a chill right and whatnot right because a lot of people don't know how to do that oh i didn't say i'm straight edge but you know <laughs> i just don't drink no i'm kidding uh yeah but no, I, I you know we all have our ways to uh to cope to self-medicate we'll say yeah, that I, I was sober for four years you yo you are i was oh okay yeah Congratula- congratulations yeah no it's a, it was a good thing i needed to take a long break and and now i recently started drinking again and you know what uh it, it's but i don't drink like i drink maybe like once a month maybe That's and, good, I, and, yeah. I, and then i and then i don't i don't get totally like wasted yeah. i only have like six or eight beers and i just cap it off and i'm like whatever right yeah but i noticed that um i needed it like after like i weighed myself down from drinking right it took it took three years to stop and then the four years over so i have a total of like seven years right that that you know and then i started like drinking one beer at a time half a beer to try to like introduce it back into my life right but um when i wasn't drinking i was uh weak uh you know, I didn't feel right, um, and I'm not thinking could have that have been like withdrawals or like but for so long, right? Yeah. But once I started drinking, I regained all my energy back, 
and almost all my strength back. So it's like almost like medicine, right? Yeah. I mean, I have like 20 years, 25 years drinking and then to stop. Yeah. And recently I started like uh, drink. I, I, I feel really strong because of, of uh, the drinking, but I don't drink. So when, 2 a.m. is like the 2 a.m. last call is your kryptonite. <laughs> Man, I, sometimes I would, you know, I was I was a real like bad drinker. Like I yeah, would, yeah. I would uh, go out drinking and then I would have like a 12 pack at home waiting for me. Yeah. So it's just like. It yeah, I mean, when it becomes like when it becomes a a, a crutch versus like a, versus like just a slight release, you know, because you do you have to really you know you have to laugh, but you also let's let's be honest, you gotta you gotta take the edge off a little bit. You know? I, I was like super high functioning though, like I would go to work every single fucking day. Uh, <laughs> Speechless. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing, dude. Yeah, yeah I was stumped. Uh, no, but but I, that's good though. I mean, I, you know, you're finding the balance. That's what. That's what. It's all about balance, you know, and everything in moderation, as as they say, you know. Yeah, but I don't. I don't drink when I go on stage, though. You don't at all. Ever. Okay. I'll, I like. Let's say I, I hardly ever drink. Like if I go out and do a comedy show, right? Yeah. Unless unless if it's in my backyard, you know, then then. Uh, I'll drink, but if it's not, then I don't see myself going driving all the way to Hollywood, and and doing a a, a show and then drink and then drive all the way home. It's right, like right. that's that's. So you not, won't even have like a beer just to kind of like nothing. lose. Okay, okay, cool. So uh, and 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 usually when I do drink, I'm at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach. Okay. And uh, either I'm there to watch one of my friends perform, or I just finish performing myself. Okay. And then I and then I have a, a couple beers and then I go home. Why laugh factor? Why? Because it's closer to home, or yeah, because that's my backyard. Okay, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, and you know what? Uh, I recently performed at the the laugh factory. Yeah. And man, it's just uh, it's iconic, dude. That's, it's that's awesome. You know what? On this very uh, show right here, tacos and workouts, I started doing my interviews outside of the laugh factory. Really. That's how you started. Yeah, like uh, it, 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 I, I, uh, I was doing an interview with with my friend Vince Royale in front of the, the Laugh Factory, and then I looked back and I said, one day I'm going to be performing in there, and, and then did. and then it happened, dude, you know, manifesting, dude. Yeah, I'm all about the manifest. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm writing my manifesto right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the secret, the secret they call it. Yeah, you, you got to visualize it, you got to believe it, and like you can see it, and and. It literally manifests itself into into. We we can get real deep now. Like your words, your words, your actions, your thoughts all eventually become reality. And I say this to myself because I'm terrible at it because I do like to get bogged down in in shit. But if you can visualize what you want and how you want it and how you see it, it I do believe it will. It's like prayer. It like. It, it, I'm not religious, but like, there's something, there's something to it. It's like, watch your words. Your words become your actions. Guard your heart. You know, guard your thoughts, because if you know, if you're if you're just constantly surrounding yourself in negative energy, you're just gonna be attracting negative energy. So, uh, it's the manifest, dude. And I've, I'm starting. I feel like I'm starting to see some things come to fruition. And like, you know, I'm gonna do this, and it's gonna be awesome. And I can see it. And I'm, you know, and. These are starting to. I don't know. We'll see. It's, uh, I'm excited. You know, it's. I'm just enjoy. I'm just. And even if it doesn't, like, just the journey, man. It's. And meeting cool, cool people along the way and like-minded people and just laughing and, dude, that's all you. That's all you can do. Yeah. You know? uh, how have you used uh, the secret to manifest your your success and certain things that you do? Well, there's no success yet. 
I, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um, but no, I, I, um, you know, it's it's weird because I don't want to make it sound like boastful or egotistical because it's not that at all. But it's just like you know, I want to. I, I, it's like you visualize like I'm gonna open for so and so, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like you said, I'm gonna be on the, I'm gonna be on that stage. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna win that competition, or I'm gonna, you know, whatever it is. Those are the things that I'm trying to visualize, and I can see it, and like, I, it's hard to explain, but I feel like, I'm. It's, it's a lot. It's still a long, you know. It's years, if anything, away, but I can, I can see it, you know, and it's just. I'm just hopeful that it's just going to keep getting closer and closer as I keep moving forward and keep manifesting, you know? So, you know, it's funny because you go to a psychologist and they'll, they'll say like, uh, if you could have anything, anything you wanted in the world, if you, if you could visualize the life you wanted, what would you, what would you do? And you know what? It's just weird because I feel like a lot of people and myself included have never really asked that question to themselves. And it's like, because we feel like we maybe we don't deserve it. It's like, oh, I'll never have that. Well, because because I'll never have it. I'll, you know, but that's the wrong attitude. If you're like, no, I can and I will have never have it, and that's what I want, then it will miraculously happen for you. I, I and I know people who have I've, I've done that with jobs and stuff like that. You know, you come up, like I got a new job uh, years ago, but like I was I was unhappy at my work and I found this job and I was like I was like, dude, that's that job is mine. A job is mine, and I got the job. You know, like, and it wasn't just like, uh, you know, oh, I'm gonna just go out and do nothing and to get it. But like, you, I believed it, and I, I felt it, and and it, and I got there. That's like a very small example, but I've got friends too that they, uh, I've got a buddy, and he's like manifesting, and he'll put a photo of like this castle in in, in Europe, and I'm like. Okay, wait, let's 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 <laughs> relax, Bruce Wayne. Let's relax, yeah, dude. Like, but at the same time, I'm just like, why not? Why not? You, For sure. Why not? Why is it impossible? It's not impossible, you know. But but I think we all are our own worst enemies, and we put our own stumbling blocks in front of ourselves. So, you know, as, if you can remove those barriers and be like, you know what, this is what I want, and think about it. this is the life I want, this is what I want to do, then there's nothing stopping you. There really isn't, you know, and. It sounds so cliche and everyone says it but like man if you just put in the work and, and you and you visualize and you see it, it dreams do come true if you want it bad enough and you try hard enough right or you could blow harvey weinstein and just go straight to the top that's <laughs> oh, another option man. that's option two but he's in jail so i'm gonna have to find somebody else hey man there's i, I know i see some people like out here in in, in uh, kind of what we do and i'm uh, like man the the shady sides of uh of uh, comedy, uh, acting, singing, all that stuff. Like I, I see it now. I'm like, okay, I see how he was able to do what he did, man. Because I, I see some shady ass people. I'm like, man, you wanted so bad, you know, guys and uh, women. That I'm like, you're the kind of fool that would do something like that. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. And yeah, I mean, all the stuff they say about Hollywood, uh, it's run by the Jews. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for no. What do you kidding. call that? A callback, right? Is that yeah, called a callback? Yeah, we're bringing it full circle. Yeah, callback. <laughs> but uh, you know, but it, there is. I mean, there is. There is. Like, there are a lot of Jews in Hollywood. There are, and um, I don't know why that is. I don't know why we, we've we've Mike. That's kind of been our area. The Jews and the gays. Apparently, that's what that's what <laughs> that's what runs know. it. That's, that's who runs. That's who runs Hollywood. But. Um, you know, and there's still a great. Pe- obviously, there's great people in Hollywood that are trying to just like be artistic and and make things happen for, for the 
to entertain people, but there's definitely a dark side. And I think that's in any business for sure, but Hollywood for sure. People are way more willing to sacrifice their values and sell their soul in many ways to, to get what they want. And, you know, like I said, I'm not religious, but sometimes I do think the devil is real. I think the devil may be real, and he's he's like, you, you can have anything you want, but you got to... It, it, you gotta it, play the game. Yeah, it manifests itself in different forms. I, I would believe, right? Yeah, it's almost like a shortcut. It's like you can have it, but you didn't manifest it. You didn't put in the work, and instead, you're gonna suffer, or you gotta do something to shame yourself in order to 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 get to the top. You know, you have to sacrifice something. Uh, and but there's a good sacrifice and there's a bad sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like if if it's sacrificing your time and your energy, and you know your 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 mental health to make something happen. I think that's definitely more uh, positive than just like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll suck your dick or whatever the whatever you have to do or to 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 lower yourself to achieve it. You know, like how satisfied are you going to be after the fact? Yeah, you know, like I see like a lot of TikTokers, uh, men that that dress dress up in in women's clothing or put on wigs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, like, you like no offense to to the people that do it. Like whatever that's your thing it's none of my business but i'm thinking like i wouldn't trick myself out like that like for views like to try to pump yourself up and it's for two reasons right it goes against like my nothing against the you know that that community you know sure. what, what i'm talking about sure um don't cancel jr please guys please he's <laughs> so a good dude i'm brutally honest man i speak the truth and and you know what i give my opinion and if that offends people it's just my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So it could be right. It could be wrong. Hey. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But two things. It's like that goes against what something that I would do, right? Like I'm like, nah, I'm not right. gonna do that, right? Right. But then to to put the, the the back into it, I think it is disrespectful for that community. Think about it. It's like okay, so you're kind of mocking that community, and that's offensive within itself. Right. Right? right, so it's kind of that's like the secondary reason why. Well, for the first reason is why because it goes against what, like what what, what uh, I wouldn't do that to myself, and then the second thing is making fun of that community. So it's kind of like you're not really winning, and I think it's like a cheap laugh almost. Yeah, right? it's like inauthentic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, exploiting either the latest trend or or someone else's pain. You know, I I feel the same way. Like I. I my heart goes out to anybody who who has uh, struggling with feeling like they're not who they should be. Um, but at the same time, we're really going to get canceled now. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, you know, it's um, there's still truth. There's ultimate truth, and either, and, and I think that's that's a big thing for me. Why I get so upset about it is is because it's they're, they're trying to make you believe an, a non-truth, an obvious non-truth. And if they can, if, if if people can believe non-truths, then we're we're not going to end up in a good place, you know. Because then the truth becomes irrelevant, you know. And if you don't have a standard, objective truth, which obviously there's opinions, but there is also objective truth. It's sunny right now. We are on the beach, you know. It's not like well, I I identify as we are actually, you know, in a forest uh, in the middle of Montana. You'd be like, well, but we're not though. And then people get upset for saying that we're not. Um, and so that's, I think, a lot of my frustration comes from. But again, do what you want to do in the privacy of your own home or live how you want to live, you know, and that's your thing. And I've got my thing. And 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 we should be able to respect that and, and give each other space to do that. But it seems like some sometimes you're not allowed to even express your opinion. You can't, man. And, and it's like people could call themselves a, 
I, I always say Pokemon for some reason. I don't know why. It's just that to me, that's a funny word. But people could, could say, oh, I'm a Pokemon, right? But the yeah. reality is, like, you're not. Yeah, but right? you're, you're Gary. Yeah. It, it, exactly. You're Gary. So it's like, okay, you say you're a Pokemon. I accept that you believe yeah. that you are a Pokemon. Yeah. Okay? Cool. All right? But I know you're not. No, no, but I am. And it's yeah. like. It's, it's just yeah. I'm like oh, can you can't and they start hurting their feelings yeah and then, exactly and then it's they get like, emotional and then you feel bad because you know because no people don't like confrontation generally they don't like to upset other people so you, you usually back down and then you usually apologize not you people would usually back down and they apologize but then when you apologize you've lost I don't know man it, you know? it, it gets too crazy where, where I just say like I, I I tend not to have those conversations with people yeah but luckily luckily I haven't had those conversations with people yeah um where it gets like uncomfortable kind of like well no it's just to me it's it's, it's like like to me i'm i'm kind of like old school so i'll be like no mames you know like fuck like get the fuck out of my face i don't speak spanish like, what'd you say and no mames is like get the fuck out of here okay right? okay yeah, um like it's, no it's, it's like a, a noun right okay. um that you could use like almost for anything okay right um it's like forget about it, right? Okay. You know, some different okay. So it's no, my sugar. <laughs> is that what it is? That's Yiddish right there. It's okay. my sugar. So I would be like, yeah. no mames, right? Like leave me alone, fuck off, or whatever. And that's just kind of kind of what I do when people like annoy me and stuff like that, or, or they're bringing me to like a different energy level. Yeah. Um, I just say like I'm out of here, right? Yeah. I, I try to cruise like on, on a uh, a nice wavelength, right? For sure. Like people either people like to to roll in in. Um, there's a balance in life. Some people like to, you know, from from the scale from zero to a hundred, right? Some people like to be on zero, uh, totally depressed, miserable all the time, right? Some people like to be at a hundred, which like they're like all over the place, they're up and down, na 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 like yeah. right. That's usually the cocaine, but go yeah. on, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> they're either high functioning, like all this, all that, all gang, you know, all the uh, uh, drug, all you know rock or whatever right me i like to cruise at 50 so i'm like just flying right in the balance right and when people start like deviating me from it i just i'm like i don't have time for you this libra shit. no i'm not i'm actually a leo leo okay yeah lion yeah Grr. yeah it's and and uh well what's uh, there's a saying that that i i heard uh i think i heard it through dave Chappelle. it says um and i, I know i'm gonna fuck this up because uh it says um what is it? Um, no one's gonna understand the. Eh, okay, whatever. I told you. So the dude wants to be as calm as fucking possible, right? He wants to be the lamb, but when the, when he's fucked with, he becomes the lion, right? Right. And that's just like who I am. I'm like, ah, I'd rather not, whatever. But then when people fuck with me, yeah, it's like because people see me and they're like, oh look, he smiles a lot. Ha ha ha. Yeah, you know, he's a good guy. Oh, yeah. my, he plays a character. Oh, he's a comedian. Oh, he's a pushover. Like, right, and I'm right. like. No, there's a dark side, and then when it comes out, you don't like it. So it's just that's why I'm like, just let me let me fucking chill, you know? Yeah, it's like a speak tall. What is it? Speak uh, speak calmly, but carry a big stick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, and it's uh, you 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 should be capable of 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 you gotta you gotta stand up for yourself because you're you're right. People will. will push walk over you but back to your thing about energy though about like you know you're just trying to you vibe with people you don't vibe with people like have you ever i i think about this a lot you ever just growing up or even now you just you meet somebody and you just don't 
like them. You have no idea why. You have no idea why. They didn't do anything to you. But you just they you just see them and there's just like this like I don't like that person. <laughs> or there's or there's just an immediate connection too. There's just like, hey man, we, we just click like that. I think, you know, they say the universe is like humming and it's vibrating and all yeah. this stuff. We all have our own vibrations. And you know, you put a yeah, I'm also a musician, you know, but you know you don't even have to be a musician. If you play a wrong note in a song, everyone knows. It just doesn't work, right? It's like that sounded off. Like that that didn't those two vibrations there, right? do not align at all. And I think we people have their own vibrations and some people connect and some people don't. It's like opposite and negative, you know, the two negatives are gonna repel each other. The opposite and the negative the positive and the negative are gonna attract. So there's that. And then the same same thing, even with music, you put on a song with somebody, dude, this song is my jam. You put it on and then you, they're just like I don't it's just like it's like you're wearing a vest. It's just like the music notes just bounce off your chest. It does nothing to you. And then you put on another song, and it's just like, you know, it just grabs you, and like you just the 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 vibr whatever vibration or frequency is putting out, you resonate with it. So, I think there's something there about about uh, people too. You know, that's why people get along and why people don't. You know. And why is that? That's weird that you, that you would say that, right? Because because it has happened to me in the past where I just meet somebody, and it, but it's usually like so there's substance there's substance behind it, sure, right? Sure. It's like you could tell that this person has like uh, ill intentions towards the world, right? Mm -hmm. Like yep, the yep. world has wronged me, therefore I hate everybody, and you could kind of see it. So those are the people that I meet. I'm like, oh, I don't want anything to do with them, right? But how is it that that we're able to like? identify that that's crazy right we're, we're we're it's like something that we're not it's something subconscious you know i mean nobody really knows what life is and what we're what we're doing here but um there's something there i i, I you can't put your finger on it but i think there's a lot of truth to that it, even like you know you're walking on the street and even if it's not just like a regular person with bad energy it's like you, you meet someone that's just like unstable you ever met somebody that's unstable they have this like energy that's just like dude like i it's just uncomfortable from the moment you meet them like how do you exp you can't explain it it's, but you it's feel like it. in the air right you it's feel like, it yeah. it's like you know when a dog it was like you know say when a when a ghost or something your hair stands on end like there's something there's something there that we're, we don't know how to fully explain or or um explain <laughs> it's like like some some shit in nature right something like, for like, sure like like it's kind of like when you like for the most part you know like you like sometimes I don't know if you've ever been bit by a dog or chased by a dog, but sometimes you usually see a dog and it's like, oh, that's a dog, right, walking around or whatever, right? But every once in a while, like, you'll see a dog and he looks at you a certain way. You already know what he's going to do. He's going to chase you, try to bite you, whatever, right? And I guess, like, humans, is it something in the, like, primal or something? You kind of, like, For sure. sense it, right? There's definitely something primal. It may even be associated with our hair. Like, you know, it's funny. I, I, people think I'm, I'm ridiculously crazy, but, like, you know, the movie Avatar, you know, the aliens like they, they they're connected with their hair you know and um i think there's actually i think he probably borrowed that idea from there's a lot of religions out there where hair is sacred and the sikhs and indians uh, in india like they don't cut their hair the men don't cut their hair there's something special about about the hair um and it's the story of uh samson is it samson and yeah, delilah samson. Yeah. cut his hair he lost his strength you know a lot of native americans indians they they, they had long hair there there's a, a better connection to nature and the environment when your hair is long and that's why your hair stands up on your on your head or on your on the back of your neck either you know i don't i think there's a lot that we don't know but that's for another time
All right, we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back. Orale, como es mi little hater. And guess what, Doug? This podcast is brought to you by the Patio Nuts. You had me at hola. So go out and get some of these nuts. It's the Patio Nuts. <laughs> what it is, what it is. Podcast. All right, thank you, everybody. Big shout out to our sponsor, Tapatio Nuts. Listen, man, if you haven't had your Tapatio Nuts yet, you can find them at Amazon and Walmart. And we have other Tapatio different products. We have the Tapatio Spice and we have the Tapatio Ketchup. That's right, the Tapatio Ketchup. I was the first one to bring it to you right here on this very podcast. And if you haven't tried it, you're missing out. Get it on Amazon.com. You're going to love it. <laughs> I love tapatio, dude. I love hot sauce, man. I, I, I'm like Hillary Clinton. I go every. I don't leave home without it. You know, <laughs> she she keeps it in her bag. Apparently, so that's what she. She said. does. That's what she says. Ta- she was tapatio? on some. Uh, I don't know if it was top. She didn't. She didn't say the specific brand, and I don't know if they want to be. Let's. I don't know if they want to be associated, uh, associated with, with, with Hillary. <laughs> but, but yeah, she was on some some podcast and radio show. They're like, "What's something you don't go anywhere without?" She's like, "Hot sauce," and everyone's like, "Really?" Where, where, where's Hillary from, though? Nebraska, uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Okay, so maybe in the South I like hot sauce. In the South, I love. I do. I love hot sauce. Put that shit on everything. Like I, so Tapatio is like it's like a gateway drug, dude. It's like it's the best, yeah, and, and, and it's always there for you. It's like it's like a warm, it's like a warm bed, just ready to. And and, and it's here in L.A., man. Oh, they do. They make they make it here. Yeah, uh, oh, I if, I, if I have it correct, to my understanding, in nineteen seventies, the 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 dude that started it. It's right here somewhere in LA. He started the, and then now it's like became like a, a worldwide juggernaut, man. Dude, it's it's. I mean, it's it's solid, dude. They make they make a quality product. <laughs> now, now check this out, man. I haven't done it yet. Uh, Why well, I did do it, but not officially. Um, instead of using regular ketchup on my burgers and on my hot dogs, I used uh, the the the, the, top the top of the ketchup. Oh, it has a kick, bro. Yeah, yeah, but it's a good kick. Okay. Man. They uh, got it just right, man. Okay. It's a Goldilocks ketchup. I'm gonna, for sure. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, I, I seriously do love hot sauce, and I love Mexican food, like, like a good wet burrito, dude. And every time I go to a Mexican restaurant, I'm like, can you give me like real, like, like, like something like, burn me? Because I, I go, I mean, <laughs> you know. And then the, all of the Mexican cooks that come out, they're like, look at this fucking gringo. Like we're gonna fucking blow his asshole out. And then, and then, and then I'm just like, they, and then they're waiting for this like a big reaction. And I'm like, mm, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you can eat the hot sauce. Oh, dude, I go, yeah, like habanero is like yeah. my jam. Like, I mean, I'm not. People can do like the Carolina Reapers and the Ghost Chilies. Like, for me, I think that's like too hot, where it just becomes. I like the flavor too. I, I like great kick, but you got to have good flavor too. So, um, but yeah, dude, hot sauce, I mean, habanero. Hey Tapatio, if you can work on some habanero brand uh, spices in there, dude, I'm I'm 100 on board. I know that would be that would be. I'll be slinging that thing. shit. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe club. I need to uh, set a, a a boardroom meeting with them yeah. and talk to them on certain yeah. ideas. Get in front of the board, <laughs> get a little slide deck going on, <laughs> show hater. some numbers with some infographics. Be like, people love habanero, <laughs> they love hot sauce, they love tapatio. It's a marriage that's been waiting for it to happen. You <laughs> You're know? missing out on this big market. <laughs> yeah, huge market share, huge market share. Let's, yeah. talk, let's talk about the social media, man. Okay. Well, uh, how big is your social media following? <laughs> it's pathetic, dude. I, <laughs> I have uh, less than a hundred followers, but 
Uh, I only started uh, on my, what platform on on Instagram. Okay. Uh, I, I I am on Twitter, but I think I'm probably shadow banned or something. I've got it's not nothing's going on there. I do have a YouTube. Nothing's going on there. Most of my stuff's on Instagram. It's kind of just my. I like being on Instagram. Uh, I think it's a great way to connect. Um, uh, that's kind of just where I'm at Instagram. But very low following count. I've only been I had the account for for a few months now, but but. Um, I don't post as often as I should to pick up that algorithm, I guess, or or they just don't like me. I don't know, but uh, I'd like to do more. I'm trying to post more, and um, I like doing stories and reels. Like I think that's kind of fun. Um, I, I have a design background, so to try to make those things look and and have fun with it is and be creative is a fun little outlet. Well, it kind of doesn't matter, and I'll tell you why. Um, I've been doing this for four years now, right? And, uh, man, I was, like, always busting my head. Like, how are these people doing it? And, and the cat's out of the bag. And uh, you know what? A lot of people pay for uh, yep. for for, fo- for a following, right? Yep, yep. And uh, I just noticed how, like, It's fake- Ahmed in India or wherever. And exactly. He's, he's got, like, 30,000 accounts, and he just, yeah. And he just flips a button, and then Boop. suddenly, suddenly your account grows from uh, yeah a hundred to ten thousand, right? Yeah, yeah, and you got like a hundred thousand followers and like two likes, and you're like, all right, I see what's going on here. But yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, <clears throat> there's some people that have like zero social media presence, and they're they're killing it, and they're at every club, you know. So it's uh, it is. It's uh, there's a flip side because I've also heard that like a lot of bookers they don't they don't even want to look at you if your if your follower count is is low but then at the same time you hear people with again like hundred thousand followers and like nobody comes to their shows so it uh, it, it it does and it doesn't matter like it, uh, i experienced that recently yeah yeah where where i got to see like a comic that has like a hundred thousand followers on instagram and on tiktok god knows how many right and then uh i show up and then uh, they're like oh so and so is here and i was like oh wow and then I'm like, well, let's see what they got. And then uh, they're like, uh, that person said, only two people came to see my show. Like, yeah. wait a minute, you have like a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. Why isn't this place like sold out? Yeah. So the numbers don't translate. I'm like, they don't. I'm not like, wow. Last time I had my show, you know, I had like twenty people come out. So mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. It, it doesn't. What I'm trying to say is that. That it's not as real as people think. The numbers don't really mean anything. And just because you have numbers doesn't translate people actually going out to see you. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's true. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to do it organically. You know, like everyone that I do meet uh, or is a follower is either somebody that saw my reel and, and liked it or I met them at a, at a club or at a show or something like that. And I think that's the way to do it because there's a face and a name to the person you shook you shook their hand and then you and then the best part of though is you can keep that communication going very easily you know um just with private messaging and all that stuff i so i'm trying to do it organically and authentically so you won't find me using one of them view farms <laughs> shit <laughs> i guess what i'm trying to 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 like inform is like our listeners right here yeah. on, on spotify on the what it is what it is podcast and uh our, our followers on uh, Tacos and Workouts on YouTube. What I'm trying to tell people is because I know it's frustrating for everybody who's trying. Now, you know, everybody now is either a podcaster or a content creator yep. or whatever, a celebrity yep. in their own mind, in yep. their own head, right? 
And there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of depression. There's been a lot of uh, content creator suicides, um, you know, and we've covered, uh, I think, a couple of them. But I'm just here to tell people that it's not real. It's not real. And, and, oh, not and, at all. And and it's like people pay for stuff and stuff like that. I just, you know what, if I could actually even tell people, like, you know what, it's not something that's worth getting into, right? Um, I'm like you. I want to grow organically, right? So it's if I have 10 followers or 100,000 followers, at the end of the day, I want to know that actual human bodies press that follow button right and that they're in, and that you can still engage with them you know exactly and 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 it's like because it i mean it's this this is how i look at it bro buying fake followers is like breast implants <laughs> sure they're nice to look at yeah yeah but everybody knows that they're fake and you paid for them yeah yeah dude nothing like a big pair of tits uh, oh they're nice to look at <laughs> dude right? it's like have you noticed I was, this is something else I, was, I haven't done this at all and I'm still working on it but have you ever just been like tits are like a magnet dude for men and women doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman like boobs walk in like just you just you, you can't even help it and then you ever talk to somebody like a woman with like big boobs and you're just trying with all your might to stare in their face and their eyes but your <laughs> eyes they're, they're like being pulled down and you're fighting and then you're in your head you're like oh my god I'm staring at them but you're not but you in your head you're worried you know, or I love it when like you see like some that like a girl and like she's attractive, not attractive, doesn't matter, but she's got a you know big pair and and she's got like a she had a tattoo across her chest and I'm trying to it was like old English and I'm trying to read it and I'm like and then she looks at me I'm like oh no I'm not I'm sorry I'm not saying your tits I'm just you know trying to read your terrible life choice there uh, <laughs> terrible life choice <laughs> terrible life choice uh, you know, or sometimes I've even been caught, like not caught, but I I found myself staring at like some sixty five year old granny's like boobs. I'm like, and I don't, I'm not even, it's, it's nothing sexual at all. You're just like, there's something, it's like a magnet. I don't know what it is. It, again, it's primal, man. You primal. used to like be like breastfeeding when we were kids. You see like exposed titties, and you're like, you know what? You want to put them in your mouth, man. You know, everyone so, loves a good pair of memories. Uh, that's right. Those memories, you got to get the substance, the nourishment. Yeah. But yeah, um, you know what? I, I've been I've been caught a couple times staring, right? And um, you know what? I'm not. You know what? If 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 I looked peep too long. You know, maybe maybe you had them out. That's why I looked at them. It's not that, because trust me, if somebody's completely covered up and 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 not dressed in a certain way, yeah, then you know, like, and it looks respectable, then yeah, I'm, I don't, right. Well, but if you're like walking around like you know, and with your butt hanging out and your titties popping out, I'm gonna look. You gotta look. I mean, it's like the Chappelle has that joke. Like you're not like, hey, just because I'm dressed this way does not make me a whore. It's like, well, no. <laughs> But you are wearing a whore's uniform, so, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no. Uh, oh, man, I was going to say something. Uh, I lost it. I lost it. Talking about the, the, the exposure and the bad decisions. And the- yeah, oh, I was going to say, you know, they, they, you, they don't have that problem. ISIS. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't have that problem. Okay. They just cover them up. Just yeah. Full burqa. Full body burqa. No, no problem. You can't see anything. I think that's why they do it. My, my counter to that, if someone were to tell me, um, you know, like, oh, why, why are you looking at me? I'll be like, well, first of all, right? Oh, because it happens uh, at the gym a lot. Uh, um, some women, like, dress up, like, very skimpy in the gym, and then they work out, like, like 
come on, you know what yeah. you're doing there, right? And yeah, then yeah, you record yeah. yourself and you're like, yeah. then they post Stop it. looking at me. Yeah, exactly, like, right? And I'm not thinking, okay, it's funny because you're posting this stuff to be on Instagram. Yeah, you're looking for attention, obviously. Okay. Yeah. So you have no problem sharing a, this picture on Instagram. Right. Where it's going to go out for the possibility of millions of people to watch it. Right. But the one guy who's standing next to you in real life. Who li- who likes what he sees. Yeah. Look, man, we're doing a, a live podcast right now in the middle of, uh, you know, the beach. People stare at stare at us. People sometimes, you know, like, you know, like, oh, and sometimes people take pictures of us. Right. Well, I mean, my, my penis is out. <laughs> I think that maybe part of the. I should probably. Sorry. I'll, no. I'll tuck it back in. I'll tuck. <laughs> You know that's just that's just the reality of what it is. So you can't like take offense to to something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, it's primal, like you said. We're we're just biologically wired that way. And like, and again, like like you said, if you're gonna if you're gonna have them out there, people are gonna look. Like you can't you can't have it both ways. You know, like and if you, like you said, if you're getting if you're getting fake fake boobs, there's a reason for it. You can't be like. Look, you want to show them off you can't get it like why are you getting upset that's what you paid for you know as everyone's looking at my i got this red camaro and it's brand new and everyone's looking at me when i drive down the freeway it's like well because you got the red camaro oh man but but um you know switching from boobs to 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 to, to ass right some of these fucking asses are ridiculous man like the kim kardashian kind of thing yeah or like, but, uh, but not in a good way though yeah oh no yeah 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 now, I do like a good. I like a good butt. My uh, my wife has a has a. She's just got a fantastic, fantastic ass. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> she does like. Uh, she she. I'm surprised she doesn't have. I'm surprised she didn't isn't dating a black guy. Um, <laughs> she. I, I am from Houston, so I definitely have that 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 flavor uh, in me. But uh, she's got it going on. She's got. It, I do have a good ass. There's nothing worse than a flat ass, though. It's just like, shunk, you know. There's just nothing to work with, you know. But then, yeah, sometimes it's just it's like, it's 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 too much. It's too. No, much. it's it's just like they're not deformed. Um, they're they're deformed. They're like like, and then you see some of them that like they have some are implants and some are injections, right? But there's like it looks like they're wearing diapers. It's just it's disgusting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the obsession is with that. Like, like again, it's like then you can't get upset if someone's gonna start looking at your butt. She's like, stop looking at my ass. It's like, well, you you filled it up. You put it out there for everyone to see. I don't stop getting mad at me. I was at, I was at a convention, um, you know, a comic book convention, and there was this girl who dressed up as a um, I don't know what the hell she was dressed up, poison ivy or fucking harley quinn or some shit and i was looking at my phone and she walks up to me she goes can you stop taking pictures of my ass and i was like i'm looking at my phone like yeah. moron like yeah you know it's like i'm looking at at stuff that i'm recording a little, little like, full of herself to yeah, assume and, and, yeah. and, and then i go and by the way i go it's not that great to look at <laughs> and i go and in case you don't know i could see it whenever the fuck i want i just go to these websites and I go and I watch it all for free. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to get my show here. I can. Yeah, and, and then she looked at me like, "What the fuck?" And it's like reality check, man. It's yeah. like she was upset because she lost another OnlyFans. You know, man. And that's another thing, man. Um, it, you know how many people are OnlyFans making all this tons of money, man? Dude, I'm in the wrong business, man. I'm gonna start showing off my feet or something. Yeah, like that. I was yeah. thinking about the exact same thing. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I try not to pick my toes that much anymore. Just look but at those bad boys right no, there. No, they're. I, I, I got like no pinky toe. Uh, we, we, we could. T- oh, let me see. Yeah. Or no pinky toenail because it's. I've, I just. Yeah. I, I, it, you know, pick it off. But but that could be your thing. Awful. Disgusting. That could be your thing, you know? Like yeah. somebody. Oh, they can watch me pick my toes. Yeah. And then, like, Dude. you know, like right now, we could right, just throw it. Let's, we... let's do a test run now. <laughs> it was like, oh, did you see this? This is going to be your number one rated podcast. <laughs> we like, he had sand on his toes. That's mm-hmm. all that just did it for me. Ooh, girl. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Yeah, I have a habit of stubbing my toe, though, all the time. And, like, you walk barefoot a lot? Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, walking around the house and stuff. Just like, I don't know. Things just love to get in my way, and then I like to just slam it, my pinky toe, right into the corner of a of a table. You know, it's fun. It feels good. Oh man, it makes I, you feel alive. I hate that. And they say if you break your toes, there's nothing they could do for it, right? No, I did. I actually broke. I think it was this one. This uh, this one I broke. I I did something to it. I ran straight into the door, and it was definitely broken. And you just have to tape it together and hobble around like a. Does it heal crooked or or does it straighten it, itself? If you up? don't, if you don't, it was. I think I got okay. I, I I did all right, but I know a buddy who his toe is crooked. So it just depends on how you set it, because you can't really. There's nothing you can do. It's just yeah. You, you go to the doctor, they be like, well, we'll put a split on it, tape it to each other. So I just did it myself and saved you know a thousand dollars. So damn, I I think one time I I was a. Uh, what do you call that when you paddle boarding? When you yeah. stand in a, on the, that big surfboard? Yeah, paddleboard. Man, that's. Were that. you the second paddleboarder out in Obama's uh, Martha's <laughs> Martha's Vineyard? Uh, it was you, wasn't it? Nah, man. Well, what's what's behind that story? Oh, you didn't hear about that? No. Yeah, uh, apparently uh, Obama's personal chef died paddleboarding outside of his house a couple a couple weeks ago. And, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you can't talk about it. You can't talk about it. Oh, okay. Let's... We won't go there. We okay. won't go there. Let's leave that alone. Yeah, but, but paddleboarding. Back to water sports. <laughs> Man, I it, it's I'm fine doing it on the knees, right? And it feels like so cool when you're like in in the water. But then uh, they're like, "Now stand up, fat ass," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stand up, right?" Man, I guess I'm too heavy for 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 that thing. Did you start it, to sink. Or no, what? it wasn't. It wasn't sinking, man. But the thing is, you try to stand up, and it just rocks back and forth. Man, I ate it, and I put my hand, and it hyperextended my oh, my shit. thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like, like even, no, nah, it doesn't hurt, but yeah. like I could kind of. Dude, when I pain yeah. stuff like that, I get all I get the heebie-jeebies, man. Like, you can't tell me about. It. <laughs> so, no, I'm kidding, but that that's painful, dude. Like, yeah, it's uh, and it's funny because you're like, this is the worst pain in the world. You're like, no, I think I can probably imagine worse. You know, so you feel like kind of like a little punk saying that, like, my toe, my <laughs> pinky toe. But it's like some dude was like shot in the neck, like bleeding out. You're like, all right, I think I can maybe handle my paper cut. You know, it's, <laughs> I'll be all right. I'll be all oh, right. Man, well, I guess we're not used to pain, man. Hey, listen, man, if I could live the rest of my life without feeling pain ever again, man, that would that would be. That would be that would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. But then you'd be a sociopath. A sociopath. Yeah. They don't feel anything they don't know well, i guess they feel physical pain but they don't feel like emotional pain emotional emotional pain but physical pain is different yeah, it's i would i would that would be a nice superpower to have yeah like uh kick ass right the, oh he didn't feel no pain yeah i think that was the thing he didn't feel pain okay yeah yeah i don't watch it but i think i think that also could work against you right because i think there was a kid who was uh he, he didn't feel pain or something or something about his lower 
and his puppy was ate his fucking toes off oh, and Jesus. and he didn't feel it and Awful. then like the dad walked off and walked up and goes hey your fucking toes are missing so and it was like a little like shih tzu dog and they ended up like fucking killing the dog man that's that's uh that's pretty pretty disgusting <laughs> forget when or what but i remember Dude. seeing it i'm like huh uh yeah uh, that yeah because yeah, you leave your hand on your stove you're just like burning up on your hands on the stove you're like having a full conversation and, like, <laughs> you, are, you have third degree burns it like smells like bacon yeah it's like What's that no. smell it's like oh that's you buddy that's you oh man uh yeah i'm a baby my, my wife would agree that i'm a baby when it comes to pain you know when it like, comes to pain yeah yeah i don't uh i just whine and complain about it and like make a big deal out of it get as dramatic as i possibly can and uh then she tells me to stop being such a fucking baby and then that's the end of it and that's the end of it yeah sort of well for five minutes and then i complain again do you do you, do you watch sports at all no, not really. You know, I watch. We, we kind of watch a lot of baseball. My son, my son plays baseball, so he's kind of got me into the sport. I enjoy watching uh, the Angels, uh, and I'm a, I'm from Houston, so I'm a Trash Stros fan. Uh, sorry, guys, I gotta stick with them. They're my home team. Um, but yeah, I like baseball, and I used to, I used to love football. I was a huge Houston Oilers fan until they moved to Tennessee and broke my heart. Um, uh, Warren Moon. You remember Warren Moon? I'm, da- I'm dating myself now. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I loved football. I loved the NFL. I was super into it, but now not so much. I, I, and I don't even watch that much TV as much as I used to. It's just because I'm just tired at the end of the day. The reason why I bring it up is because I, I saw a couple of days ago a post on Instagram where there was a 49er fan, 40. Let me let me rephrase this: 49er fans and Raider fans. And I believe in an in and out might have in Las Vegas, if I, I believe. I think it's like Just, the only one there, right? Yeah. They got into the most craziest like fist brawl. fight. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. I, I didn't. Okay. And then I, can I imagine, think, though. Yeah. And then one of them pulled out a sharp object, right? I don't know what it was. I could make an assumption of maybe what it was and stabbed the other guy. And I was like, it's, I'm like, what game, the man. fuck, bro? Yeah. It's, it's like, game. you didn't do anything. You just sat there and watched. You know, I love how they just like pretend like they're involved. And in, I mean, it's great to be a fan, but yeah, you're you're not contributing at all. You just watch it and enjoy it. It's it's like I love my team so much that if I see a rival teammate, then I'm gonna have to say, "Oh, your fuck your team sucks," and then we're gonna have to end up fighting because dude, it's why? again, it's like back to that tribal primal thing. You know, we're, we are tribal. We're tribalistic. We like to stick to our own groups and. And even you know European football or European soccer, man, they, it's the same thing, man. They they get crazy, man. Like it's weird, like to have that much ownership and 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 pride and possession over something that you don't really have. It's like a fake connection, but I get it, but also I don't get it. You know, it's like it's primal. It's that's all it is. Yeah, I would I would always like I you know when I would be very invested into teams. I would go out, spend a lot of a whole bunch of money, you know, going to bars and whatnot, and then the team would lose or whatever, right? But I watched that movie. It's called uh, Bronx Tale. You yeah, I love that movie, dude. Yeah, I love, I that, love movie. that movie. I just could just watch it all day, man. Yeah. It's got so many different levels and stuff. But I love that part where uh, um, Sonny tells the the kid, uh, Colos, you know, he tells him, uh, "Oh, you're you're a you're a um, a Yankee fan." He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "He made a." He make uh, what's his name cry right? Mickey Mantle cry right? 
He goes, what do you care about making money? He doesn't care about you. He's like, about if, 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 if uh, Danny did money paying the rent. Right. Like, He's what, not going to help Yeah, you, what does he care? And then, and then it's like everything like, like clicked, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, and I go, you know what? Sports is a big fucking waste of time. I mean, I watch combat sports, right? Sure. And boxing. Sure. Yeah, but I'm not going to go out of my way to. Yeah, to, it's entertainment and that's all it should be. If, if it becomes more than that, it's, it's a little bit pathological at some point, you know, and. Um. Yeah, root for your team and have fun and try strive to win, but don't stab a guy. <laughs> it's not worth uh, yeah. uh, you going to jail, but <laughs> it's not. It's not worth it. But yeah, I love that Bronx Tale, dude. You're the first person that's brought that movie up ever. Uh, I love that movie. I that movie kind of got me into wanting to be an actor and 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 do you know all that be be in the in the movies and turn my love on for Hollywood and all that kind of stuff that is a great great movie I always think it too he's like would you rather be loved or feared and he's like feared that's that's the age old question man you know uh, the, the the person who who wrote that uh, if, Chaz uh, Palminteri right yeah, yeah, yeah. Chaz yeah he wrote it he started as Sonny right? right and he has his own podcast he does and it's it's a very good podcast, man. He's I'll have to check that out. Yeah, is he? I think he also does the voice. Does he do also do the voice of uh, the gangster on the Simpsons? Or is that somebody? That may be somebody else. That may be uh, somebody else. Chaz Palminteri, and I think De Niro actually directed that movie. Yeah, yeah. There's so many different things behind that movie, and I think uh, Chaz also has a uh, uh, Bronx Tale. Uh, not not a musical, yeah, a Broadway, Broadway show. Broadway yeah, show. I heard about that. It's like a one man thing, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, how do you do a one man thing when you're playing like the kid, the yeah. you know Sonny and the dad? I'm like, how the how does he do it? Yeah, that's a great movie. And then Joe Pesci makes a cameo in the end. You know, like, he does. Oh wow, dude. Yeah. Oh, right? in the movie, uh, not in the play. No, 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 no. in the movie. Yeah, in the movie. But yeah, I I'd be curious to check out the the Broadway show for sure. Like. I love that movie. That movie stuck with me. Uh, that's a. I love the music too in it. All the all the doo-wop that's going on, and uh, you know, uh, you know what I learned. You know, one thing that I, that stuck with me from that movie is he's like he's like you take your girl out, you let you open the door for her, you close the door, you walk around. If she doesn't lean over and um and unlock your door for you, dump her, dump her fast. She's not worth your time. She's a dumb broad. <laughs> I, I, I lived that was like kind of my my criteria for when i would because i was chivalrous too you know like when i met my wife i would open the door for her and all that stuff and sure shit she'd unlock the door for me i'm like all right she's a keeper you know like <laughs> but you know what a lot of women watch watch that movie too and then and then and then i did it right and then this girl she must have watched that movie too because she reached on over she picked up the door and i'm she like locked it no. <laughs> <laughs> no, she 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 opened the door, unlocked it, and I was like, "Oh man, she's a keeper, right?" I'm like, "She was the biggest whore." <laughs> so she's like, "I know this. I know the trick." She knew the. I'm trick. gonna fool this motherfucker. She right knew here. the trick, man. Yeah. Turns out she was sleeping with everybody, oh, and I was like, yeah. "Damn." Yeah, she's opened a lot of car doors. Yeah, a lot yeah. of car doors. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She's been in a lot of back seats. She she knew how how to work her way in the front seat and the back seat. Yeah, she's been around that steering wheel. You know what I mean? So well, once once I saw that, I was like, "Sonny, you let me down." Like you know, that <laughs> now all them hoes know the secret. Yeah, man. yeah, she must have. She, she's that's a smart girl, though. Yeah, she's she was pretty girl. smart. Yeah, yeah. But, she, but she 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 would always get caught. 
like yeah she was like fucking everybody in the company man and then it's like and she she didn't think she was gonna get caught i was like what and i was like oh man what i go um i guess i goes like guess i'm okay that i got number one in yeah. the company and then afterwards she like started going through everybody and i was like yeah, but I was the first. That was the OG. I was the first one. None of that sloppy seconds. <laughs> no, thank you. And then she walks up to me, right? She goes, JR, I'm pregnant. And I'm all like, congratulations. <laughs> and then she's all like, um, that's all you're going to say? And I go, bitch, I know it ain't mine. I'm not going to have her fucked you in three months. And then she's like, oh, oh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, shit. She's like, I maybe have you mixed up with someone else. Shit. Is he here? <laughs> Did he clock in today? Is he here? Um, and I'm like, yeah, girl, I, I know what your problem is. And I'm like, you have so many dudes here, you don't know who the dad is. She's gonna have to go on uh, Mori Povich, you know. And but then you get to do the dance, the the, the excited dance when you are not the father. You got to be like, oh <laughs> shit! You do like the shuffle. I, I you know used what I mean? to love it when, yeah. when, when and then the dudes start doing the robot. Yeah. <laughs> or the, and then the woman runs out and they follow her with the camera. That oh, was always man, the best. Oh man, that, that you know? used like, to be the best, just man. Just to like capture all that trauma like no we want to see this shit like is maury still around do they still no, have it i don't think so no? is he i don't, I don't think so i don't know i don't think anybody's around it was for me it was like growing up it was springer sally jesse Raphael, montel williams yeah you know and uh and maury that was and uh donahue donahue was also around donahue he, was before my time yeah he didn't he didn't get too too crazy with the uh with the uh clickbait so to speak but but yeah, that was those were good times, man. Jerry Springer. Did Dude. I don't know if this is true, but I think Jerry did like the ultimate, like not prank, but like actual you know, did you know that he had illegitimate kids or something? I think I heard that, yeah. And then he would tell his kids, make your own money, don't rely on me, because when I pass away, I'm not gonna like leave you anything. And like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then when he did pass away on a video wheel, he said, I leave all my money to the Ill illegitimate kids that I never got to spend any time with. Wow. And to my real kids, you should have paid a 10 or something yeah, like that. Shit. And I was like, damn, that was like the coldest Jerry Springer, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he he certainly didn't care about about exploiting people's uh, drama. But uh yeah, I don't know. That's uh, on one hand, I, I can respect not not just giving your kids everything and making them work for it, you know, so they have a appreciation. But at the same time, like when you become a father, you want to take care of your kids, you know. So you want to leave them everything. That's a that's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe he never liked his kids anyway. Yeah, maybe right? like yeah, you know. Hey, listen, man. Uh, we gotta get going. All right, yeah. I, I enjoyed our time here. Yeah, it was fun. Man, Thank you for um, having me. Yeah, no problem. Man. Thank you for being such a great guest and bringing a good, interesting conversation. Hey, thanks. And man. we mixed it up. We talked about so many different topics. We did. Man. We, we solved world problems today. <laughs> we did. People can. can we, we, we went from a Judaism to religion, even to hoes at work, man. Uh, look hose at, that, at work. Look at that big dynamic. <laughs> yeah. Manifesting. We're gonna manifest. It, it, yeah, you know out. what? Why don't we uh, tell people where to find you so so they could check out your comedy? Yeah. Uh, uh, give me a follow on the gram, Instagram, Danny Nixon with two X's, because uh, all my exes live in Texas. No, that's cut that. <laughs> Danny Nixon, hit me up on on the gram. Uh, maybe give me a follow on YouTube, but you'll be the first one. So. You don't want to be the first. Give me a follow on the gram, Danny Nixon. Let's do that.
Well, there you go. That's that's the man. Go uh, check out his Instagram, and more, but more importantly, go out and check out his comedy, man. Uh, he'll he'll make you laugh, man. Yeah, support live comedy, man. It's 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 all the rage these days. You can people are people are ready for it. People want to laugh. It's, they've been cooped up too long. They want to get out and and. and have some chuckles so all right and with that said we're gonna let you go make sure to check us out on spotify under the what it is what it is podcast and all major streaming uh audio formats and most definitely check us out here at our uh home channel on youtube under the tacos and workouts and we'll see you guys next time